Hello everyone and welcome to this Dice Fiends episode of Elfin Folk by I'm good at this game. Let's let me bring up the messages by Adam Buffoni. Which is just a short little which is just a small little RPG about the small folk who live alongside of us but we really don't notice. And today we are joined by Dennis from the Control Group. Is that the name? Yeah, Control Group. All right. Can you tell us a little more about yourself or your podcast, if you wish? Yeah, of course. At Control Group, we test the latest and greatest in TTRPGs. So we use mini campaigns and one-shots to test as many systems as we can, just showing off the world for newcomers and old heads as well. Oh, that's and really... I, I am Dennis. I am the, the usual GM, uh, but I run all the social media. All right. That's really cool. Well, thank you for joining us, and we are going to dive right into the world of Elfin Folk right now. We open in the driveway of 114 Pinman Drive. A minivan has suitcases stacked up near the open trunk, waiting for the designated packer to come and make sure everything is done efficiently. As the camera draws close to the minivan, a young girl, no older than eight, runs out with a Hello Kitty suitcase and throws it to the ground before spinning on her heel and running back into the house. The camera follows her from behind. Her mother and father opening all of the cabinets and doors, her older brother stalking around the house picking up bags to take outside, while she goes to her room to get the stuffed animals she can't bear to spend four days apart from, before running back out of the house. But that camera doesn't follow her. Instead it goes into the walls and through a series of tiny ladders where we find elfin folk are in the middle of their own exodus, having learned that the Terminex will arrive in a matter of hours. As we ascend the ladders, we reach four elfin folk talking about the future. One an elder of the community and three other explorers that will find a safe route for the elfin folk of Pidman Drive and a new home. Would you all care to introduce yourselves and describe what you look like? Starting with Dennis. So today I'll be playing a character named Deo. Uh, Deo is a little older as far as elfin folk go. Um, he's in his 50s. He's actually not from this current tribe of elfin folk. He's kind of a refugee from his own tribe. Uh, he used to live under the kitchen counter by the sink uh, until the great glass accident happened, uh, in which the older brother, getting a late-night drink of water, dropped a glass, and the shattered debris kind of tore through Deo's community. Uh, he found himself a survivor, uh, but he leaves himself a little bit of a recluse. Um, still having a, a very tiny microscopic bit of that shard of glass uh, somewhere along his rib cage. He's kind of very basic, kind of almost monkin garb that he's found. Um, old packages of processed cheese slices that he's worked into robes. Uh, and he carries around a staff which is made out of a broken matchstick. Nice. Alright, Grant, can you tell us more about your character? 
Uh, my character is Skolnick. He's a uh, younger on the younger side, probably early twenties, um, and uh, very uh, of the the next generation. Um, likes to uh, to keep kind of the most. Um, he's a tinkerer and uh, repurposes broken technology bits. Um, he carries uh, a, a broken DVD. Um, it's uh, like a machete uh, with the uh, black electrical tape for a handle. Um, and uh, his, he wears a, a backpack that had been thrown away. Uh, he'd cut a bunch of neoprene out of it. And so he's wearing this like bright purple Jansport backpack and the logo actually like partially across his back. Um, and uh, yeah, he, his name's Skolnick and uh, he likes to uh, explore. He's not a, uh, not uh not very beefy not very agile uh likes to to tinker and invent and repurpose uh human items into things that we can use um in in our community to make our life a little easier so all right and finally we get to Kiara uh, my character is Alonwi, and she is absolutely a troublemaker. Um, she is the daughter of the perpen- person who does a lot of, like, the bed making and simple furniture crafting or recrafting for the, uh, the, the folk here. And, um, she has a habit of wearing, uh, loose dark clothes that actually mimic the, uh, upsetty scene girl that lives in the house because she absolutely loves the mostly dark clothes with splashes of extremely bright color um and uh she also tends to mark herself as much as she can with markers so she actually has kind of um uh face painting on even though she is mostly covered herself her body wise with uh, tape and clothing. And the uh, elder elf folk in front of you is the leader of the tribe he has been for the past well, probably since shortly after you came to the tribe, Deo. Depending on how long ago that was. But he's an older man in about his 70s. If For a point of reference, think like the green sage from Jack and Daxter. Short, big beard has like a twig tying his hair together he he's using like a discarded toothpick as a walking stick now and he sit, just kind of sits down on the floor deo skolnik and elanwi i'm sure you know why i called you here yeah i guess okay well a few months ago the termi- termites began invading our homes and as much as we tried to, f- we were able to fend them off. We have learned that the human, human folk are ge- are calling in Terminex, and they are planning to fumigate the house. We need you to find us a new home, at least for the time being, because I really don't need to tell you that that's going to kill us if we stay here. So I, yes. I'm sorry for the short notice. We've, I'm sure you've all packed up your residence, your humble residences, but we do have 
about two hours until Terminix arrives. And let's be real, we've been around this family long enough to know that they're going to leave at the last minute, so we don't really have time to just wait for them to leave and then leave ourselves. About how many people do we need to um, relocate? There are about 30 people in your community counting the three of you. Okay. And we need to get out of here. Okay. Do you have any questions for me? Any... Are we going to be... uh, um, uh, Sir, are we going to be returning? Hopefully in time, but... If they found... If they somehow find our community, like, when we've we've left, we might not be returning. I'm so... I know this is the only home you've known, Skolnik, but... Sometimes things just have to change. Skolnik just kind of nods, he's pondering. Skolnik, as I have told you many times since entering the village, this house is plagued. It is best for us to get as far away from it as possible to survive. If we are not planning to return, we should we should probably find a way to go um maybe maybe to to the the next kingdom over. We have had envoys from one fort one fifteen Pinman Drive before. I don't know if they're still there, and there there is the forest behind the backyard. But that is a large expedition for us to take out in the open. And just point of order, are the people moving or are they just leaving because Terminex is coming? They're leaving because the house is getting fumigated. Okay, so, so they'll, they'll be, be coming away for back about, eventually. They'll be coming back, but it all depends on what happens with y'all, whether the elfin folk are, would be coming back. But yes... Deo, I chose you because you are a you are a survivor and you know how to make your way in this world apart from our communities. Skolnik, you're you've always been incredibly innovative and your tinkering has helped our community greatly. And Elonui They're gonna need some help, I suppose, if they get into trouble. You know I got it. Yes, I just need you three to find a safe path path for us. Where where do you seek to go, Skolnik and Ilnawi? I, I would prefer I would prefer not to go into the woods. The this really the forest isn't really my 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 favorite place to be. There's not a whole lot of there's enough there's not a whole lot of modern things in the forest. It's pretty dirty. Um, it is so grungy. It is like, no. Perhaps we should... Like, why would I even? We should seek a safe path to 115, then? I think that's probably in our best interests. I mean, if nothing else, we can move there for now. And then with their help, maybe do a more permanent move. Because then we'd have time to scout, as long as we stay with them. Well, we can't just run across the yard. Um, it's it's daylight. We could attempt the voyage through the side gate. I I think that might be the best way to do it. 
I'm ready. I'm ready to go. If if you guys are, I I just need to grab. I just need to grab something, and he's gonna like zip back to where he he's been staying, and he and he grabs what looks to be like a a broken uh, head of a plastic spoon that's wrapped in um in 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 cloth straps, um, and that's it's like a shield, and he kind of straps it on his back and says, "Okay, I'm ready." Good luck, you three. The existence of our community depends on you. No pressure, though. Absolutely none, apparently. Uh, there's there's a bit of pressure, sir. I will do my best to protect the community that has been so kind to take me oh in. Oh my god. You guys are so stuffy. Y- yes, yes I am. <laughs> you would be stuffy too if you have seen the horrors that I have seen. Oh my god, please carry on about the Great Glass incident for the, like, hundredth time already. Shards ripped through my village! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why don't we get a move on before, you know, this one also gets generally, you know, screwed. Yeah, I agree. We should probably keep going, and this this, this bickering is just not going to help us at all. You make your way out of the little attic-ish area, and you're going down to the side gate. Yeah, I, I imagine like we've got a way out, maybe um, through the walls. So you know how like outside there's like the spigots on the side of the house. Maybe we've kind of got a, like a flap or a an access out the side wall out there to the that side yard. All right, so yeah, you have a little you have a little access to like where. Someone would attach a hose. So going down, going down to that area, you see the elven folk around you are like packing up and some, and they're congregating together so they can all just go as a group once you guys come back. But as you go towards the spigots, four termites come out of the wall. These these wretched little beasts, about half an inch long block your path, threatening you physically. Willa, do you decide which one of you goes first? I don't know that Skullnick would run out in front. He'd be looking for, like, ways around it, looking for, um, you know, maybe something that he could tie a rope to and go over. He's he's more of a, a of an outside of the box solution versus a, a head on, so he's he's not racing to combat. He's he's capable, but not not running in there. Um. <laughs> so, Alon, we would like to reach into her bag, and she grabs out a button that has already been pre-tied to. Um, and it's a metal button pre-tied to a thread, and she starts swinging it over her head. I'm ready to throw down. I'm going to try to generate like a space and push them back with my presence more than actually engage. Alright. Roll me power. Oh god. <laughs> Alrighty. That was a five on my roll. And what's your power stat? Five. All right, so that is 
your roll is equal to the target number that's a success with a complication so you gain one success towards overcoming this challenge and the way i'm gonna do it is that between the three of you you all have you all just need to get a certain number of successes before you either like get rid of these termites or they retreat back into wherever they came from and i'll let you determine that but mm, okay you do take I'm going to say you take a point of physical stress, Anwe. Like, just re continuously, like, swinging that in the air above you by... Starts tiring out your arms. Okay, that's so you fair. Can, you can keep doing that, but that's just like, ow, ow, I need to work out more. I think Deo seeing Alanwe move forward is going to move adjacent to her. Uh, make himself as big as he possibly can, the small folk he is. Uh, to attempt to scare back the termites, just yelling at them, Get back, you wood demons! Well, that, I think that's actually going to be wit. Oh, perfect. Oh, perfect. Uh, I rolled a six, and my wit is six. You start yelling them to get back. You hear, like, you're yelling at the top of your lungs, and, like, they start retreating. That's an additional success, but a complication is... We do see the the little girl from before. She's like just packing something up, and then she hears, "Get back, you wood demons!" Like, what is what is that? <laughs> Mom, I heard something. Um, Skullnick's gonna see the um that uh, that Alanwee's you know, threat is kind of starting to work and, and sees um, <clears throat> Deo kind of play on that and, and brandishes his, uh, his shiny uh, scimitar, uh, DVD scimitar, um, and kind of does the same thing, not, not actually attacking, but like making like big threats and, and shouting, um, back, 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 back. So since you're doing the same thing that... I don't know why I'm finding it difficult to remember that name. That's literally her emotion. Alanwi. It's... Alanwi. Yeah, I, I literally stole it from the Black Cauldron, y'all. Oh, wow. I just kept calling Princess you Alanwi. Alanwi. Yeah. Okay, Alanwi. Alanwi Musk. All right, since <laughs> you're doing the same thing Alanwi doing, I'm going to have you roll versus power. Okay. Um, And I'm trying to beat my power or go under? Go oh, that's under. A good thing, because I rolled a two and I have a five <laughs> in power. Okay. Yeah, you get a you get a full success, so you are able to. The three of you, with your combined efforts, are able to scare the termites off. Yay! Could I put down some like tacks in front of their holes, like as? A way to keep them from from coming out and threatening the uh, the community behind. Of course. So I reach in my bag and I pull out some little thumbtacks. Uh, you know, like the like the little furniture ones that hold like the um, underside of your couch that almost almost like little staples. And I I put them in the holes that they had uh, come come through, uh, hoping to to kind of slow down their 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 process of uh, in, in case. Just, just to, just to allow for for us to return safely if we can, and um, to allow for our our community to more easily escape when we do find our when we do succeed. 
So with that challenge out of the way, you are able to find the entrance to the water tap that you've created. And we cut it we cut to the outside to like a little water spigot as a tiny little rope just lowers out of it slowly. And we see our three adventurers enter the backyard. Would you all like to describe what it looks like? There's a huge um, stack of, of rubber bands uh, that stands probably two, three times our height. And it's, it's actually a coil of, of hose that's all stacked up. Um, and it's, it's to our left, uh, just kind of like sitting there and there's kind of the, the grass has been, it's sat there for a long time. The grass under it's all dead. Um, it's blue with a big red stripe around it. Um, and the grass near it has kind of grown up really, you know, like under those, those water spigots, how there's always kind of a drip there. Like I feel like the weeds and grass right in our immediate area are pretty tall compared to the rest of the lawn. And if you could, if you could see over the horizon that is the backyard, you could see the great wood mountain in the back of it, or the the lemon tree that sits in the back of the house, uh, that only tales have been told about climbing the great wood mountain and reaching the precious fruit up top. And we can't see them, but there's at least like a half dozen like lemons that have fallen off the tree. They're like laying in the yard. I feel like they haven't really taking care of the yard super great it's probably why they have a termite problem yeah they also have like a bunch of like scattered toys that have just been abandoned over the years from the kid in various state of like dirty and gross oh yeah it's like a tricycle on its side way in Uh the distance over by that white picket fence with the paint chipping peeling off i feel like they they don't like neglect the yard but it's definitely this isn't a new house yeah, it's at least fifty years old. Might even be may, might even be a rental house, you know, like so that like high level upkeep just hasn't happened. Yeah, I imagine it like one of those old colonial homes, just like in its layout. Nice. Yeah, like one story, poor dirty stone porch in the backyard that hasn't been pa- pressure washed. Final sighting in far too long, in like the early nineties. The last big maintenance was to take asbestos out of the attic. <laughs> oh lord! So I think we should. I think we should aim for the tricycle as cover, as it were. Maybe move. You know how grass sometimes will grow like a big clump will be bigger in the yard. Maybe like move from clump to clump. Yes, we should stay hidden. Well, duh. That is like ninety percent of our point out here. So. I'm taking it the goal is to get to the fence and pe- through the fence, or? I think we need to get to the tricycle first. Tricycle, all uh, right. That's like, that's like a b- pretty big landmark. If we're mapping a path, I think like we should have places that we could stop along the way from the road, you know, along the, along the path if, you know, if we're sneaking in groups across. We want that good, good shrubbery. We always need shrubbery. Alright, so I'm going to have each of you roll me a sly check to... Can I, like, do, like, a look, or, like a, um, like a look around? Um, maybe even a vigilance before, so we can see if we can get across. Look, uh, just trying to figure out the, the closest, the best path, if you will. Yeah, okay, make me vigilance, and then depending on how you do with that, 
we can modify your slide. Okay. I have a seven in vigilance and I rolled a six. All right, so that is a full success. Nice. So you are able to see, like, the family cat just, like, stalking around the yard. So knowing that that's there, you will get a plus one to slot. Or it'll be a normal difficulty sly instead of a difficult sly. Because you kind of know, like, what area it is in. Uh, fl- f- Fluffy Fluffy is over there. To, to the left, we need to be really, really careful uh, while we sneak over there, over to these. Wow. <laughs> He appears to be hunting. I, I hope it's not us. <laughs> and if you want to use a stat other than Sly, you can tell Like, if you can justify it, I'll let you roll for it then. I think that's the only one to work for being sneaky. Yeah. Unless we were... Yeah, unless we were doing, like, a lot of climbing or extra acrobatics to reach it, maybe. Um, But I would save that for when I need to sprint, because I just rolled a nine. And I rolled a seven. I rolled a three, which is below my slide. (laughs) (laughs) What's your slide? Six. My slide's also a six. (laughs) Alright, so Deo, maybe you've had to avoid Fluffy before Deo, but you know, like, how to just, like, be quiet. But as Skolnik and Alanwi are Walking through, they're not being like super unquiet. Well, maybe Alanwi is like Skolnik's got like she's all just being sorts her of usual like, gadgets and gear and pieces of metal. <laughs> Alanwi finds the one twig smaller than like the one twig she could break by stepping on it and steps on it. And I start swearing up a storm in response. You've heard the discontinued meowing of Fluffy up until this point, but then it stops. And looking over, you can see Fluffy is just looking up. Alanwi, Devo, you both see Fluffy beginning to come towards you. Fluffy definitely noticed something moving in the grass. Oh, not Deo. Alanwi and Skolnik. Deo, you're safe on the tricycle. Um, I... I think it's time to run now. This is exciting. Yeah, I don't think yeah. there's anything I can do in the middle of a field here to, to stop a cat from pouncing on me. So I think I think running is the right choice. Uh, we need to go now. Um, yeah, totes dude. Um, like, ahead of you? So what act- So are you running to the tricycle? Are you- uh, I'm actually going to try to run for the fence so I don't lead Fluffy to the still hidden Dale. I think I'm running towards that tricycle. It's so far to the fence, and I don't have the power to do that. So I have the agility, which is what I'm relying on. <laughs> I'm a runny little bitch. I, I don't have that. I don't have that either. Um, so I'm going for my closest cover, which is that tricycle. Also, I have an ally there, so that's where I'm going. Me, I'm gonna split the party. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so I'm gonna need you to both make me your respective roles. I guess, Skolnik, you're doing power just to, like, run that way? Power or agility, it's, it's really up to you. Um, I- 
Whatever's the better for you. Power is a little better for me than agility, but not by much. <laughs> I have a, a four in agility and a five in power. So, um, and I rolled a nine. So, uh, doesn't really matter. All right. And Elonwi? Uh, I'm using agility to GTFO uh, to the fence. And I rolled a four. And my agility is a seven. Oh, good job. You are being agile as fuck. It's like... It's like that scene in Glorious Bastards when she's running away from the home in the beginning. <laughs> like, Fluffy is just in the background, and Alonwee is just... I can see... I see, um... <laughs> Skullnik's just like, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> like, stumbling. <laughs> like... Tripping over pieces of grass. The clacketing is still happening. There's like a little divot. His foot goes in like a wormhole. Like, ah! Does the four scramble on all limbs? To kind of get going again. Try to keep going. back up. (laughs) Deo, I imagine that we're going to cut to your point of view now. You're on the tricycle (laughs) and you see the two of them like attract the cat's attention. You see Alan Wee shoot off from you and you're like, okay, good. Don't draw her towards me. Then you see Skolnik run towards you, and it, no, no, no. <laughs> no. And then the cat starts running towards Skolnik, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then the cat, as it gets towards Skolnik, you see a little a paw like rise in the air. <laughs> Skolnik, your whole world is sent flying as you get batted by the cat. Take one physical stress as you just roll along the ground. And now this is like the eternal like question: Do you run from a bear or do you play dead? <laughs> um, I have pretty good wit and vigilance. I think I would. I think I would know. That depends on the cat, because I can describe some situations about my parents' barn yes, cats. I, I know, but but most I know, but most cats will will continue to play until something stops moving. Um, but then they either choose decide to eat it. Oh, I mean, this could be really bad. So, I mean, do you want me to roll wit about whether to get up or to stay down, or do you want me to just jump up and try and keep running? <laughs> do whatever you feel is best. I I actually have a plan. If you would like Skolnik to help if, you out, so I'm down. Yeah. I haven't made a choice yet. <laughs> Go ahead if you want to jump in. Uh, seeing Skolnik on the ground, Dea will yell at him. You fool! Oh, it is time I must finally use this. As he lifts up his staff, which is a match, and he runs the match along the tire of the tricycle to ignite the match and lift it above his head to attract Fluffy away uh, from the stunned uh, Skullnik and over towards the tricycle. All right. Wow, that's good. <laughs> Glorious. <laughs> Um, what do you think would be the best? Would that be charm? You're trying to get Fluffy's attention? Yeah. Or wit? I have the, the same for each stat, so. <laughs> Alright, so let's roll charm for Flavor. Alright. I have a six charm, and I rolled a six. Hey. Fluffy does come o- over towards you. How visible, how far away is a match visible, like when it's struck? I think both like the sound of that, right? <laughs> would would the ears of the cat would be like what, and then would see that flame. Yeah. 
No, yeah, but I was thinking if someone was coming outside to get fluffy yeah. before they left. A match is not invisible unless we're in the shadows. Like, if this is where the sun is not reaching, then we might have a problem. But if we're in the actual daylight right now, probably not. Like, at least it's not a high chance to be noticed. Also, here's a thought. We're on the side yard. Somebody's going to be coming out the front door. The trike is in the middle. The cat was towards the backyard. If it was coming towards us, if if... If Deo was standing on the backyard side of the trike, somebody coming from the front yard to get the cat would not necessarily see that match. That's fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to say that the complication is that you might take just a little stress damage because the cat's not a, not reaching you, but it does like bat at, bat at the match. And you're like, okay, that's a little close for comfort. <laughs> yeah. Most definitely. All those uh, videos of cats playing with candles. Alonwi, you are at the fence. And you see the cat is over the tricycle batting at something. Oh. Oh. Oh no. God damn it. And I did so good running away too. Alright, I suppose I'll go see if I can help him out. Um... I will proceed to uh, run back, and I would like to, using my button on a thread, uh, try to bop the cat on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Roll me power. This is uh, going to be uh, difficult to check, so it'll be power oh, minus glorious, one. because that was already a great stat for me to be rolling to begin with. <laughs> I made my character wrong, apparently. Oh, fuck. I rolled a ten. <laughs> okay. A critical failure should result in a serious consequence. Regretty the spaghetti. Alright, so yeah. You aren't able to hit him in the nose. You do get it, it, it you do get Fluffy's attention though. <laughs> is he is uh is Fluffy pouncing on me now? <laughs> yes, Fluffy does pounce on you. You take two points of physical stress. Yep. Uh, that's fair. While that's happening, can I get onto the tricycle, kind of like up onto like one of the little cross beams? And I have a little, I have a little, um, I have like a magnifying glass from like a kid's science kit, like it's just a little, you know, those little plasticky ones. Um, I'd like to try and create like a like a laser dot with the sunshine to distract the cat. All right, roll it. I got a one. All right, so you get two successes. So the the cat I'm, is just what like I'm trying to do is I'm trying to Elon pull Wee the cat the off of Elonwi and then maybe get it to run towards the front of the house, like away from us. You know, like you would with a laser toy. Yeah, so <laughs> no, I I understand. So what the cat is doing, it's like just smacking Alonwe in the face repeatedly, like playing with her. And then you 
do your little laser pointer the cat's attention like is drawn mid paw raised. It looks at the laser pointer and then you circle the laser pointer around the trike. Fluffy follows it into the back door of the house. You hear someone say, oh, Fluffy, that's where you went to. Fluffy gets picked up and the back door is closed. Well, that worked well. Great thinking, Skolnik. You've succeeded in clearing the backyard of Fluffy and the path to the water spigot of termites. All right. What would y'all like to do now? You are all at the tricycle. We need to get to that fence. We need to get through the next house's yard. Well, we also have to figure (laughs) out how many yards we have to go through to get to the house we're trying to get to. We haven't located that yet. It's the next door house, right? house? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Because we're at 113? We are 114. You're going to 115. Okay. They're next door to each other, though. Well, actually, that would be across the street from each other. Yeah. yeah. Technically. One one. It, 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 oh, okay. It's a cold okay. attack. It's a cold uh, attack. Game on. Good job. Well played. Don't mess with the DM. <laughs> I've spent. No, I've spent yeah, way too okay, long yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, here. A bunch of. I was right. a residential plumber for a year. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Big zoning law uh-huh. nerds over here. All right, Kara. Yeah, it is across the street. No! Not it's next door. It's a cul-de-sac. You already said it. <laughs> okay, we're going next door. Um, I think we should go to the fence uh, and get up on the crossbeam and kind of look across the next yard to see what 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 we can see um, as far as threats in that yard, if if at all. All right. Roll. Each of you roll vigilance. Or whoever wants right, to roll right. vigilance, roll vigilance. For sure. Anybody else wants to, can. Nice. I rolled. I have a seven vigilance, and I rolled a three. I have a seven, and I rolled a four. I rolled a seven, and I have a six. I see nothing. I am way too busy, like, trying to clean my clothes after I just got pushed into the grass. Like, I'm gonna get fucking grass stains out of this. Like, gross. I'm going to actually say... You all don't, you see some little kids playing out in the backyard in the next door house. Eleanor doesn't see them, but like, you're all like, are you all on top of the fence or like between the fence cracks? I'm thinking like, you know how like there's like the two crossbars on the fence, like the the one near the ground. Like we've gotten up on that. I'm going to say... Like she did before, like swearing up a storm with her sly. Aloni is actually complaining about how she's not going to be able to get the grass stains out of her outfit. And like, she's doing it loudly enough that one of the little kids who was playing near the fence just like peeks his head up. It's like, and he doesn't say anything to the other kids, but he just like starts walking over. Um, hide, 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 hide! Why the fuck are we hiding? Do you see the state of my clothes? You must be quiet! You, you need to really, really... Th- there's a kid coming. There's the hum- oh. hum- human oh, coming. Oh, oh, big, oh, oh, big, shit, little, shit, shit, little shit, big? Shit, it's a little shit. big. <laughs> it's a little big. Are there any, like... 
like snails or slugs or like benign insects near us. I'll say there is a snail, like just making its way across the yard. If we if we hide, maybe he'll think he saw this thing moving, and he points at right. the snail. I'm gonna need you all to roll me a sly. Hey, I just rolled a three, and I believe my sly is six six. I rolled a five off of my six. I got a success. I rolled a six off of my five. Oh no. I hope you've got good charm, bro. <laughs> yeah, so you all hide on the other side of the fence. Like, There's a slug coming by, the, but the kid ignores it. He He's looking through the fence. Hello? Hello? He sees Deo. It's like, but hello? Who are you? His finger just starts coming through the fence to poke Deo. What would you like to do, Deo? Play doll! Play doll! Play doll! <laughs> yeah i'll just uh i'll deo's gonna pretend he's a toy he's just gonna get into his kung fu grip and stand as still as possible (laughs) just out of reach on the other side of the fence (laughs) roll it there we go there we go i have a six wit and i rolled a five all right so the kid thinks you're a doll the kid pokes you and then tries to grab you <laughs> because the hole. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, no, nope. the kid fails, and like his friends call him over before he can attempt again, and he runs back over. The old doll trick always tells them that there was an action doll in the other yard, but they are so far uninterested. What would you like to do now? We gotta map that path to the next to the next house. This also being a side yard, I think there's also a hose and a hose bib, but I, I'd like to picture that this hose is like is actually like spread out and there's a sprinkler on the end, but it's like down a ways. But if we could get to the hose, it'd be like a freeway to the house. But the hose is on because the sprinkler's on the front yard. All right, so you'd be going behind the hose. So I'm gonna. No, we 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 like try to get to the hose because we know that that would be a quick way to like cross the grass without having to like. We'd probably be exposed, but it'd be easier walking. Make me a slide check to get to the hose successfully. Oof. I failed. Oh my god. <laughs> I also failed. Oh, shit. (laughs) I rolled a nine on my six. Yeah, I have a seven on my six. At least it wasn't a ten. I rolled rolled a nine on my five. Oh, my God. (laughs) You did well for your vigilance checks earlier. Like, you were looking out through on the first rung. But apparently somewhere in this grass... An ant hill was hidden. Oh no. As you're stepping across, you see, like, and just like these red ants start coming out of the hill, like, to investigate the threat. Um, Are we a um, threat? Um, um, um. What would you like to do now? Can we, can, can we communicate with them? 
You like, can certainly try. You can certainly try. <laughs> Are we going to make a druid? <laughs> I kind of want to. I kind of want to try and like warn them about Terminex. All right, uh-huh. for safe passage. Roll me, roll me charm. Okay, I'm not great at charm. I'm in the middle ground, and I failed. <laughs> I failed. I rolled a nine. <laughs> Can I, I have a six roll and I wit a to see if I have some crumbs in my pack that I could toss at them in bribery? You can roll with the the ants seem like they're taking <laughs> Skolnik's warning as a threat. Like, we're gonna sick Terminex on you. The Terminex is coming. The Terminex is coming. You gotta let us go. <laughs> and they're like, are you bringing Terminex? They bring Terminex. <laughs> Warn the queen. Destroy the intruders. I rolled a two on my <laughs> no, seven no, no. wit. You do find some Here, crumbs. Yo, yo, yo. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, we're kind of crouching on your turf. What? What's up? And all that jazz. Um, Damn straight. These ants not speaking English. I would like to pay for passage for myself <laughs> and my friends. Ignore um, the one who's trying to speak before me. Uh, he's a little bit challenged with socialness. It's not his oh. strong suit. We also yeah. like that, too. So, um, here, uh, as payment for passage, here's some crumbs that I have, if you'd like them. Uh, I take the crumbs in between his mandibles. Well... Like, okay, yeah, you three can go on. Alright, thanks. Um, yeah, that's gonna be fun. Alright, guys. Yeah, we're gonna need to make sure, we're gonna need to bring, make sure that the, the, the community brings them, brings tribute for these yep, guys. Yep, that's what they, I was thinking too. Across. Let's go back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing Waluigi like ants. So like like they're they're uh yes. they're like they have like, like oh guys like, uh, Waluigi like mustachio wiggle, but it's like in mandible form. Yes, they're ma- their little <laughs> things on their their little mandibles or like feelers are just Waluigi <laughs> mustaches. I love this. Alright, so you've made it past the ants into the hose. Please tell me we're not in the hose, but on the hose. Right. I think it's cold. You know, like when when water's running down the hose, it's it's pretty cold. We're definitely going to feel it. Yeah. Right. But it's pressed down all the grass around it, so I think we can move fairly quickly along that path. To get to the house. And would you like to roll a sly for that? Ask to do vigilance to be paying attention to what's what's ahead of us. Because we can kind of see a little down this path. Probably not up over the edge of the grass. But we can see down this path. And see if there's anything I would like to roll vigilance. Because I'm looking at the house to see if there's any like straight across shoot into the house. Like if there's an open window. If there's any kind of like access to the crawl space. All right, everyone, roll me vigilance. I have a success with a three, so I also have a success with a six. Skolnik's really like more focused on the immediate threat 
of you know what's what's around also as he's looking around he's looking for anything that may be laying around um that's from the human world that he might be able to um to acquire uh for future tinkering purposes what someone dropped an sd card sometime within the last few months oh on an old oh an old sd card nice it's like a big plate <laughs> slides into his bag uh, I had a four a to my six. Nice. So y'all all got success. Yes. So you see that there's a small crawl space. And with your excellent vil- vigilance rolls, you see like a tiny little head, no bigger than one of your own, like like ducks down when you are looking in the crawl space. So there might be another tribe in that area. Well, um, either help or hindrance. Um, either way, I think we should probably say hi. Um, but also I'm, like, the worst at speaking to people. So, like... I think, um, you know, personally, I think Deo should be the one to do the greeting because he's, he's already had experience with, um, with, with joining a new tribe. Yeah, so Dale, Dale, speak up, uh, Raising the smoldering oh, that's not staff he has in front or anything. Of him. <laughs> oh, okay. Just, just so they know where we are. Um, fair and well met, tribe of one one three five. I am Deo of tribe of one one three four. So yeah, the elven folk that you meet there is a weedy little fellow. A tuft of brown hair and like just wrapped in cutout gym short material. Sup one 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 three four? I thought it was one one four, but sup uh my name's Gary. Uh yeah, we're the, we're the tribe of this basement. What brings y'all here? The Terminex is coming. Gary. Oh god, the Terminex is coming. We have to run wait, away. Wait, 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 wait. Um before you do that and panic, let me clarify. Um the Terminex It's all over for us. No, no, no. Listen, listen, sweetheart. The Terminex is coming to where our house is. So oh. we're running. Okay. That's we're, good. Yeah. So like we're wondering if this house is big enough for like two tribes or like what? I mean, I can take you to our leader, Squeaky Pete. Oh, that would be glorious if you could do that. Would definitely be a fan. All right. Hey, Cherry, can you watch this hole while I go take them to Squeaky? Yeah, wait, wait, okay. wait. One of you is named Jerry, and the other one's named Gary. Yep. Are you guys like brothers, or is this just like a naming convention of the tribe? No, we're actually partners, but it was just oh. coincidence. Congratulations. I'm happy oh. for the both of you. Thank you. How beautiful. Thank you. Okay, let's go. You go through the basement and into a little cardboard box that has been squirreled away in the back of the corner. There you see an elfin folk, slightly younger than Deo, sitting on a rubber ducky. Why, hi there. My name is Squeaky Pete. Um... I see why they call you squeaky. Also, by the way, your throat is fucking kicking. 
fucking know it. The um, one of one of the talents that that Skolnick has here is in elfin folk history. So, um, he would like try to to greet this um <laughs> this tribe leader in in the appropriate manner. All right. Yeah, roll it. Or charm, whichever is better for you. So yeah, um, I have a, a seven wit or a six charm. Either one's a success with a three. So all right. So tell me how you greet you know, him. Um, I'll be appropriate. Um, hail, hail, and well met, leader of the of one one four three. Sup? Wherever they are, <laughs> sir. We 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 uh, kindly come as as peaceful emissaries from the neighboring. Uh, the neighboring castle and uh, request uh, audience and a boon of you uh, for a short time. Of course, you're... Jerry told me of the Terminix that was coming to your castle. Yes, the, the termite infection, we were unable to keep it under control. It was just too too great, too strong, um, and, and the Terminix was called by the humans. We have... Uh, we have great need to leave in the next, well, hour or so, um, in order to to prevent the destruction of our colony and seek uh, uh, safe refuge uh, with you and yours. Truly unfortunate. Um. Yes, we will escort you to the home gym up in the garage. The human man built it and just never used it since then. <laughs> That sounds ideal. Uh, we have many, we have many crafters and and others that can possibly bring benefit to to your community while we, uh, while we stay uh, stay. All right, I will dispatch my explorers, Todd, Lod, and Crod, to escort okay. you back. Are we sure there isn't like a naming convention? It's possible they're just a thruple. You know I look what? to my advisors, Laser and Blazer. Okay. <laughs> I look to Dan and I'm like, look me in the eye and tell me there is not a naming convention. He looks you in the eye. I don't even know what you're talking about. That's that's totally cool, man. Um, and my name is Squeaky Peak, too, so. Love it. Great name. Is Squeaky a title or a second first name? Or a first first name? First first name. My family name is Pete. Ah, okay. Cool, cool. My mother was Lady Pete. Love it. Love it. First name Lady or was that her title? First name Lady. My grandfather Mm. was the first Pete. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Does that mean... His name was the first. Yes. Admittedly, his name was originally Pete, but then he changed his name to the first Pete. The first, to clarify that the is very important, correct? Okay, cool. Well, his Um, name was technically Pete Jr., but then he changed his name to the first Pete. Fantastic. This sounds like a discussion we could have after we save our entire community. (laughs) Yes, I'll send my most elite explorers with you to escort you back. Thank you very much. Sweet. Um, I'm going to need those names again. What was it? Claude? Ban, and Lan. Sorry, the others were busy. I forgot Uh, they were having a date night tonight. 
Oh, so they were a throuple. Got it. Mm. Yeah, you know. Do you guys, when you marry, just get rhyming names? Is that the convention here? Or is that just a lot of coincidence? It's just a lot of coincidences. Oh, man. I'm gonna like it. I would really like to ensure that my sister gets over here safely. So if we could just um, maybe have this conversation tomorrow. What's your sister's name? Her name is Beth. What's your name? My name is Skolnick. That's really fucking odd. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'll send Dan, Lane, and Ben with you. Alrighty, thank you for the help. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're not a throuple, they're just brothers. I cover... we, appreciate your, we appreciate your help, Mr. Squeaky Pete. Alright. Alonwi covers her mouth with both of her hands and just kind of walks away from the scene, trying very hard to contain herself. I haven't used that voice in so long, and I'm glad I got to do it so much just now. That was brilliant. Oh, God. Loving it. All right. So with that, you are, with the help of Dan Bandonland, you are able to make your way back to your homestead. And you go to your elder, tell them, tell them of the news. Oh, Squeaky Pete. Fuck that guy, but okay, I guess. He offered us uh, the home gym that is never used. All capitals. The home gym that's never used. Yes, yes, uh, okay. I mean, we don't have much of a choice. Thank you, brave adventurers, brave explorers, for helping us find a new home. And hopefully we'll be able to come back... So I don't have to deal with Squeaky Pete that much. I but mean, until then. I don't know. He's pretty cool. He's got a rubber ducky throne. Um, also, though, uh, make sure that we have enough crumbs because we kind of have to like bribe the ants oh, yes. on we the have way a, there. We have an ant. We have an ant issue. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. I mean, it's not in the house, so. Uh... Just bring an Oreo. Like five of us carry an Oreo across. <laughs> Oreo. Oreo. Glorious. Oreo. <laughs> All right. You have successfully mapped out a path. And with your all your preparations and your vigilance and getting animals out of places, you are able to bring all 30 members of your tribe to safety in the home gym that's never used. Okay, but, like, guys, I heard something from, like, Squeaky Pete and them, and, like, apparently there used to be, like, sparrow warriors, and we used to tame birds, so, like, do you think I can do that now? If you do, I could make you a saddle out of some of these, uh, out of some of these weights and things that are laying around. Oh my god, do you want to bet. Do, do you want to try and tame some birds, or... No, I was just leaving that as, like, a random closing thought for, like, right. the viewership to just, like, Alonwi's gonna go and be dumb right now. Alright. So as Alonwi gets her metal disc and goes out to try and find some birds to tame, we pull out of the house 114, or 115. 115, yes, because it's a cul-de-sac. And we see the family leaving for their four-day vacations, just as the best way to say it. And the Terminex truck arriving, because of course they never just leave on time. A tent is pulled up, put up in Fumigate, 
and the house is fumigated. But the tribe of 114 Pinman Drive, the tribe of 114 Pinman Drive is safe in their new temporary home in the home gym. And that's where we'll leave the story. Thank you, Dan- Dennis, for joining us today. And thank you, Grant, for joining us also. This has been the Dice Fiends game of Elven Folk. It's going to be coming out soon when this is released, so I hope you'll all go get it. And I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. The explorers are Kiara, Dennis, and Grant. Deeming and producing is done by Eric. Track listings and relevant links for the music we use in this episode are down in the show notes. Our logo was done by Ray Calidus. You can find her on Twitter at Keyligraphy Inc. or at keylegraphyinc.com. If you like this episode and want to know more about Elfin Folk, go to adambafonirpgs.com to keep updated on the game's release and follow him on Twitter at CritSuccess. That's the first half of Critical, success just like it sounds, and an underscore on the end for good measure. We had an absolute blast playing it, and think you will too. I'm sure you already have a dice bag. That's like day one of playing these games. Day two or day three tops. But do you have a dice bag from Grade Out? These handmade dice bags are super durable and look pretty to boot. With each dice bag made to order, you can select the size, pattern, or amount of pockets you want for your perfect dice bag. To get one of your own, go to www.etsy.com slash grade out. That's grade out spelled G-R-E-Y-E-D-O-U-T, all one word. And when you get to your dice bag, enter Dice Fiends, all one word, at checkout as a coupon for 10% off your entire order. Do you like the show? Do you want to hear more of us and our shenanigans? Tell a friend about us or leave us a rating review over on your pocket of choice to help more people find us. Do you want to support us in a more financial way? Head on over to our Patreon and for as little as $1 a month you can get a bevy of benefits including me literally shouting my thanks at you in the end segment of our show. I'm sorry if if anyone had their headphones on full blast. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up on Twitter at DiceFiends or shoot us an email at DiceFiendsPod at gmail.com. And until next time, remember, keep your friends close and Black Lives Matter. Goodbye.